Hello, and welcome back to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. You know, this is part two of our breathwork episode with Jessica Marie. And essentially, if you haven't listened to episode one, please go back and do so because we're jumping right in for episode two, talking all about what breathwork does and how it feels when you're in it and the experience and the physical things that occur during breathwork. And so this transformation, as the episode is titled, opens the back door to the subconscious and it truly does. So Thank you for joining us. We're so excited for you to be here. But again, make sure you listen to the first part. If you especially aren't sure what breathwork is or have never heard of it, that will be very helpful before you jump into part two. Here it is. Welcome. You have entered a space meant for women stepping into their highest purpose. I'm Kelly Cole, mom of two, nurse, healer, and intuitive energetic practitioner you're looking for insights into healing at a deep level, guidance on connecting to your inner knowing, and conscious conversations, then you've come to the right place. Open yourself to this safe space of healers who need healing, moms who are ready for deeper connections, and generational healers and cycle breakers who are ready to light the path for others, including our next generation. By infusing intuition and spiritual energy into each episode, we make space for transformational shifts at the physical, energetic, and emotional level, creating synergy and forward motion towards your highest path. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hey, it's Telly. I wanted to invite you to something that we do monthly here at Synergy Thrive. I, for a while, have been getting the intuitive nudge to hold healing circles and the more clients that I worked with, the more I have come to understand how healing what flows through my gift can be for others. So if you have been doing, quote, the work and basically trying to release generational patterns, programs within yourself and your behaviors or trapped emotions, this free experience is just a taste of the kind of work that we do in these areas. In small groups, we work together to tap into ourselves more deeply and clear out stuck emotions and trapped experiences. In this clearing, we allow more space for our own intuition and our inner knowing to be heard and felt. If you know that that's you and you're ready to keep walking on your healing path, then I invite you to try it. It has been described as very shifting and freeing and as an impactful experience. So if you would like to join us at our next one, just go to signup.synergythrive.org forward slash heal. Again, that link is signup.synergythrive.org forward slash heal. We'll see you there. Like, this is something that you can do anywhere, anytime, in your car, in the bathroom, like whatever. And that in itself is so empowering. Like, people understand that this is um, something that once you learn it, you can't unlearn it. Like, and once you start using it, uh, it's like so freeing. It's really good. Um, yeah. And so the guided like 60 minutes or serves its purpose for, you know, that deep in introspection and like that growth. And then those short 10 minutes are a good supplement to it as well on at your lunch break or, you know, at, at work, at your office in between, 
um, meetings or whatever you're doing, because it all goes together. So it's like all works together. Um, so well, the other thing you said was, um, you're the drug. Yeah, that actually. So I always feel personally, like the reason that people do a lot of experimentation and clearly no judgment here at all. However, like, I feel like a lot of people when they are going out and searching for a connection, they want to have an experience. They're doing maybe mushrooms or like, you know, weed or whatever it is. They're trying to find that place of connection and expansiveness or a feeling of like feeling more free. And I feel that when you connect more deeply to yourself and you have this connection that is like coming into you deeply with source, universe, God, like however you think of it, I personally feel that that's like a whole other, a whole other take on you are the drug because there's so much of that that people are looking for and they find it within themselves as well. And breath work is like another doorway into that place. I personally found that through meditation first, but it was like an activating kind of experience when I started um, trying breath work. And like, I just wanted to touch on that too, because you are the drug taken so many different ways. <laughs> For sure. And, you know, I started with meditation too. And going even further back, I actually started with yoga. Yeah. So yoga was like my, like in, when I was like 18 years old, I would, you know, I did yoga regularly. It built so much within me and connected myself to my body and my breath. And, you know, breath work actually is an ancient, ancient practice. This is nothing new. This is actually the old way of healing, the original way of healing and yeah. prayer. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, and actually yoga derived from breathwork practices, what they did was they took breath work and added physical movement to create yoga. And so breath is really like, it's, it's so interesting. It's so simple, so ancient and still, and it's like timeless because today it is still having such a powerful effect on us, even with everything that's shifted around us um, in the world. And, you know, just with modern technology and everything, we can still connect and always will be able to connect to our breath. Like <laughs> even if you're, you're lost in a remote area, what you, what can you do? You can connect to your breath. Yeah. Um, nobody can take that from you. Um, one of the things too, like, I, th I, like it did give me such perspective of like how much I was kind of like running or like, um, I guess what, what my behaviors were that like were avoidance of life, I guess in general. Yeah. And one of the things that like naturally fell off that I actually didn't necessarily intend is, um, drinking alcohol. So I, I drank randomly, like not, you know, socially I would have like, I enjoy a glass of wine or, you know, a cocktail at, dinner or something. Um, but nothing like regularly, but I found that after I started, um, doing breath work, like I just, I, I didn't want to drink alcohol. Like, I don't know the present moment became better or like more tolerable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I, I kind of like discovered that like, oh, like I like my life. <laughs> like I want to be present in my life. This is actually 
hindering my ability to um, be present. And like I, in my breath brought me to presence, like accepting the present moment. Like that was something that came through that I it was unexpected. Um, and, and really cool actually, because now I'm just like, oh, I, I don't, you know, I, I could do without that. Um, and there were some other things I'm trying to think that like breath work kind of like opened my eyes to that. I just didn't really expect as like a side effect. Um, but I, I lost it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that I feel like that resonates deeply with me. And, um, I, I think that it just goes back to what I was, what you had said before and saying that we are the drug saying that, you know, all of those things, like, don't do yourself as much justice. It's like not as amazing as an experience as you think it's going to be when you're altered, when you're a little tipsy, when you're whatever. And like, you can have just as amazing of an experience, just literally being like so tapped in and like present in the moment and grateful, full of gratitude for like what you're experiencing and it all comes full circle. So yeah. For sense. sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I think people would be like really amazed too at like how much, um, how much it has, it does have like an impact and, and how much it really has been used over time and like underused, I think. And I, and I yeah. think more and more people are using it in, in places like hospital settings to recover from things like, long COVID. Like I was reading an article the other day, they use breath work for, um, nine 11 survivors. Um, and they, for like a lot of recovery purposes and, um, there's just so much, there's so much. I love it. Well, after you have, um, been working with people, you know, what do they typically say? Like after, you know, they're kind of, sh that shift has happened what do people talk about or what have stuck out to you as some of the transformations that have you, that you've seen with, um, we're guiding people through breath work. Yeah. So I actually collect data on, <laughs> I, well, it's like a feedback, but I, I do collect <laughs> like information from people to really be able to, cause what I, I want to do is accurately reflect what is happening. So people yeah. understand what they're getting, you know, right. the top thing that people say is that it is healing. Yeah. And I don't, and it, and I think people think healing in a way of like healing a wound and, and to some extent it's an analogy for that, but it's like heal, healing your inner wounds, I think. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would say my top feedback is that people feel extremely healed afterwards. Um, I, the next top thing that comes out is like an emotional or trauma release, um, is felt and it's not always through expressing an emotion. Um, sometimes it's like your body is just physically, uh, either it's either tingling or it is um, getting really tight. Like there's something called tetany where your hands and muscles will get like really tight for a short period of time. 
And when you surrender to that, like you just are allowing your body to like release whatever physically it has been like holding on to. And so you get afterwards, this kind of feeling of like euphoria, like there's like a chemical that's like, you know, <laughs> produced in your brain. Yeah. And like, you kind of have this euphoric sort of like feeling like one of the moms, I, it was so funny afterwards. She goes, I literally feel like the kids could be like jumping off the furniture and I wouldn't even care. Like, <laughs> And it made me laugh because she was like, yeah, like I'm just chill right now, you know? Yeah. And, and that we way. all need that. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes we just need to chill out, you know? Yeah. And, um, so there's just like the, you know, those there's like the physical tingling, a lot of tingling or like a cool, like, or hot feeling that your body is like changing. Um, so, and then just uh, like your experience, Kelly, like you can share like yeah. that. What do people report a lot of things like what you experienced as well? Like a, like a kind of a profound spiritual, like, um, introspection, like a realization or like a remember like a deep remembering of like, Oh, and like, once you get to that space, um, you can go back there, you know, like you'll remember it. And then you're just like, oh, I want to go back there. Like maybe through your own like meditations as well. Um, oh, sure. one thing I kind of remember now, now that I said meditation, you had brought it up, but this, so people who struggle with meditation. So I started with yoga, then meditation for a long time. And then I got into breath work because even with meditation, um, I was experiencing like physical symptoms of stress and, um, like having some mental health issues with it. But so I turned to breath work and what, um, I learned is that people who struggle with meditation, they struggle to quiet their mind. And so even though you have meditated before and been able to get to that place of like coherence, you know, like when you get into a meditative state, like our, we can go through stressors in life that get us to a point where we struggle to quiet the mind again, even though we've been there before. So breath work actually has been a bridge for a lot of people who struggle to meditate, to get to that place of coherence. Um, it's just kind of amplified it and accelerated it for me at yeah. least. And, and that's what it seems like for other people. It's like they go, they, they're able to get, go really deep into that meditative state. So for me personally, I like to do some breath work and then plan my meditation, like after that and go into like medit, give myself time to be in a meditative state after breath work. Now, I also can get into a meditative state without breath work, super easy now yeah. as well. Like I can just drop into it. Um, but that takes practice and time again, but breath work. Yeah. I, it's like, I have different times that I do breath work and, and for different reasons, um, that I, that I do my breath work versus my meditation, but that makes sense. what people do report is like, Whoa, I've just never been able to get to that place mentally. It's, it's almost because it's so, um, activating, like for the people that aren't the sit still people, like I'm fine. Like I, there's so much like practice and buildup that it takes in meditation to get to that place where you really can focus and hold the focus for a long time. So it's almost like a back door into like bypassing the chatty brain that is 
talk, talk, talking, and you can't get into your focus place because you're so active, because you're breathing and focusing so much on your breath that it's like bypassing that piece where you like keep trying to focus. You can't do it because it's, it's like a distract. It's almost like a distraction tool. Like it's just like taking you right through. So yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I realized that until you just said it, but like, it is like this backdoor way to just get straight into connection, straight into feeling like in that um, deep connective place. I mean, for me, it's super freaking activating. Like I definitely, um, the two times that I really like had my intuitive space just blown wide open were with breath work. And in particular, the session that I did have with you, yeah, like I had a profoundly spiritual experience. I had, but I, you know, and not to say that might happen for everyone when they're first starting out, but like I'd already been a place of meditation. I'm very connected intuitively. Like people that listen to this podcast know that. Um, so yeah, like I just had this insane, like remembering it was like childhood things coming in and like a new path kind of laid out. And honestly, how you're saying, like, it gives you a place to remember. Um, I keep going back to that place when I'm feeling self doubt. I mean, it was literally that powerful. So breath work can be a pathway into that connection. Meditation can be a pathway into that connection. Um, yoga and like some people like somatic release and moving their body in certain ways can be a pathway into that connection, but like they're all connecting into the same like space as far, you know what I mean? But like breath work is like a secret pass to the back door. Like it's like, it's like tricky. Well, <laughs> and it also to me, like with, like, I don't get this with meditation as much. Like it's like a cleansing or a clearing also of my energy. Yeah. And meditation, I don't, I just don't tend to release um that energy in the same way. For me, meditation is very like, I'm kind of like listening, you know, I'm kind of like yeah. open. I'm kind of observing my thoughts. Um, and then breath work provides a more physical aspect to my meditative process. And I think that people, I just don't think people really understand how much they are holding on physically. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we release so much through our breath. Like we release our like hormones, toxins. We release so much when we breathe, um, and so that's all going on too. Like you're, yeah. you're detoxing literally like you're figuratively yeah. and literally detoxing your body. And I think that's why people feel different afterwards too. I mean, it's an emotional release. And if you've had that shift emotionally, it's awesome, but also you just feel really good. Um, you feel a little floaty, like you feel a little bit more free. It's a really nice, uh, it's a really nice feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, what is like a simple, if anybody wanted to um, understand what's just like a simple starter breath, do you have any examples of like a really easy, simple one that people might be comfortable starting with? Sure. Well, I can give, I can share a couple things about breath work that can help people connect based on their intentions. Yeah. So 
Because I think that's really important. And I think that um, understanding why you're doing the breath or like what you want to get out of it versus why. So um, understanding that in breath work, a lot of times we breathe through our mouth under like that when we're doing like those longer sessions and trying to activate that release of emotion. Um, but when, if you're just doing it on your own for like a quick, you know, breath work session to get into more of a rest and digest state, um, I would say breathe through your nose. So inhale through the nose and then also knowing that your exhale is just as important as your inhale. And, um, you can release a lot of stagnant energy through that exhale and make room for new air and energy on that inhale. So making sure your exhale is long. Um, and then just knowing that we tend to shallow breathe, um, throughout our day. So fast and shallow. And so really when we're doing breath work, um, the, you know, allowing yourself to breathe deeply. Um, the faster and the deeper you breathe doesn't always equate though to a better experience necessarily, but that is really where you can like shift, you know, your breath and have that experience. So um, one thing that, you know, one, one way of breathing that is something you can do on your own is what we call um the four seven eight so this is something you can practice so you you basically inhale through your nose for four seconds so inhale and then you hold it for seven seconds and then you exhale for eight seconds so you see that you're actually exhaling longer than you're inhaling. Mm -hmm. And um, there's an author called James Nestor that has this whole book. It's called Breath. So if you're interested in the science of breath, the history, and he did all types of research around breath. Um, but he talks about the importance of carbon dioxide in our bodies, actually. There's actually some value, <laughs> which you wouldn't think. So this breath sort of moves that. Um, oxygen through. So we can practice it right now. If you want to try it, let's do it. Okay. So go ahead. When you do breath work, you want to make sure your airway is open. Your shoulders are relaxed and you, you feel grounded wherever you are, whether you're lying down or you have your feet on the ground where you're sitting, um, just connecting to this support around you. And then Go ahead and inhale through your nose for four, three, two, one. Hold it for seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale, four, three, two, one. Hold it, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, 
two, one. So yeah, doing that um, is just, you know, a quick way to sort of change that rate. Another thing is um, coherent breathing. So this is really easy. And I find this one fascinating and like just meant to be because it's a five and a half second inhale. It's a five and a half second exhale. And um, it's about five and a half breaths per minute. So it's like all five, it's like all lines up to five. And um, this same author linked it back to Hinduism, Christianity, lots of um, Buddhism. So all of those religions kind of use these chant, their chanting and their prayers all align to the timing of five and a half inhales, five and a half second inhales and five and a half second exhales. So there's something really special. Yeah, there's something really special to this breath pattern. He calls it like coherent breathing. It also brings like coherence between our vital organs um, when we do this. So it's just all it is, is an inhale through your nose for five seconds and an exhale for five seconds, five and a half seconds. And that's all it is. And so going through that, and I would do that starting with like, one to two minutes and then moving up to three minutes, moving up to five minutes in your day, just giving yourself time to just lay there. And it's amazing how, how much it'll slow time down. It's crazy when you do this breathing pattern. Um, it seems like five minutes takes forever because you're like focused on it. It's like really interesting. You're like, wow. And then, you know, maybe eventually build up to 10 minutes of just focusing on that, put on some soft music, you know, some music that you like, maybe it's nature sounds, maybe it's um, data brain waves, and uh, maybe it's the ocean, you know, and just focus on your breathing for that time. And it, I think if you did that for even just a week, you would notice like a huge shift. Oh my gosh. So informative. Thank you so much. Um, tell me like, where can people get in touch with you? If they're like, Oh my gosh, I need to know about this. And I definitely want to check out what Jessica has going on. Yeah. So I have, um, right now I have three different experiences, um, that you can experience. So Kelly, what you did was called a soul revival. So I meditated on your energy. Then we came in, um, I gave you a reading and then we created an intention and we did a breath work together. Um, and I also have a soul spa VIP day, which I am going to give you guys um, a 10% discount with the code thrive. Um, and that is a day of combining the soul revival with my coaching um, sessions, because what I find is it's really helpful to be able to process what you experienced and further um kind of explore your intentions and your connection to your higher self and your purpose through this. And then finally, I have a coaching um, experience, which is a three month coaching where I embed the soul revival as well as breath work, regular breath work sessions in with the coaching. And that's like a more three month, um, like sustained support. Um, and you can find this at my website at www.imjessicamarie.com. 
And I am also on social media in various places. I'm at LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram and I do have some Facebook, a little bit of, you know, going into Facebook. It's not honestly my favorite place to be, but, um, (laughs) but it's, uh, but I have a a little presence there, but um, LinkedIn and, and IG is kind of where I, where I am. Um, so yeah, my web, go to my website, go to, you know, connect with me through social media, but I would love to, um, I have, oh, I have a customization call. So if you have questions, um, I will get on for a quick call to see which experience is right for you and, um, answer any questions you may have before we get set up. And I actually require that in addition to an application for my coaching sessions, because it's such a long relationship. I want to make sure that it's a right fit for both of us. Yeah, that makes so much sense. All of those things are going to be linked in this podcast description. So for sure, you will have all of that. And I'm also going to link that book by James Nestor. So we will yeah, link that. all of the references. Um, thank you so much for just joining us and sharing with us today. Thank you for explaining in depth so much at a soul level. I think that um, it's so helpful for so many and we're just really appreciative of you. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Kelly. And thank you for trusting me with your experience and with your audience, really. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, All right. Well, thank you, Jessica. And just like always, everyone, I wish for you that you find beauty in something small today. We will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.